Welcome to this week's episode of Q on Q. Before I begin today, I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you. Thank you, thank you. This is our 25th episode. It is so hard to believe that when I started Q on Q at the beginning of this year that we would be where we are today. Um, I'd resisted doing a podcast for so long just because I felt like wasn't going to be heard or maybe I didn't have the ability to put it together. And God has opened so many doors and given me so many things to share. And I am so very grateful for all of you who have tuned in from right down the road or halfway around the world. In our first 24 episodes, we've reached five continents and our episodes are regularly being downloaded in Germany, Israel, and in areas all over the United States. So thank you for continuing to tune in and supporting this podcast. If you're listening to this episode as it's premiering, it's the beginning of November, and we're entering a month when many make a concerted effort to focus on the idea of thankfulness. I see everything from posting a thing a day to be thankful for on social media, to making lists, to ways to show others how to be thankful. I'm going to sort of hop on that bandwagon. For this month, I'm going to do a series of episodes on just that topic, but with some very specific personal meanings to each. You probably saw the title for this week's episode, Thank You, Dad. My wife and I have two kids. Our daughter is a college sophomore, our son is a high school sophomore, and ever since they've been very young, we've tried to model manners and behaviors that we wanted to instill in them. Simple things like saying please, thank you, you're welcome, holding doors for others, putting your plate in the sink when dinner's over. I think at times when our kids were little, and I'd put whatever I'd cook for dinner that night on their plates just after taking it off the stove, and most of the time they'd be very appreciative and utter those very words. Thank you, Dad. But of course, there were nights when it was more the expectation than the privilege. They'd grab their plate, show up in front of me, I loaded them up with whatever had just come off the stove, and they moved along. I was expecting a thank you. They were expecting food to be put on their plate. Please hear me out. This isn't a scolding about manners, especially for my kids, if you're listening. Hi, kids. This is about what we are truly thankful for and what we tend to take for granted. All of us are guilty of it. We wake up each day and assume the lights will turn on, fresh, clean, running water will be there, our cars will start and take us where we need to go, or better yet, how about this? You're watching your favorite TV show when the power goes out. And the first thing most of us say is, I wonder how long it's going to be till the lights come back on. And then we start to think further. Well, if this is out for a long time, how are we going to cook? How much hot water am I going to have? Does my cell phone have enough charge? When will I find out how this episode ends? How often do we take the things provided for us for granted until we lose them? How many times do we allow ourselves to get too comfortable and just assume everything will be there for us? How many times do we succeed financially, mentally, physically, even spiritually, all the while taking for granted what we truly have? The reality is this. Too often we allow ourselves to take our eyes off of the provider and place them on what has been provided because we take the provision for granted. Here's what I mean by that. When things are going great, it's easy to take God's blessings for granted and become self-sufficient and proud. And this typically becomes a pattern where we forget to be thankful for all the things we have, have done, are able to do, and will continue to do. We take a lot of things for granted. Honestly, sometimes we even take our families for granted. 
I know for myself, this is really hard to admit sometimes, but it is reality. You know, sometimes I take my wife for granted. There's days when I come home from a stressful day at work and I get out of the car and I see her standing at the door with a big smile on her face, ready to welcome me home. We, we get into this kind of cute habit where she listens for the rumbling of the stones in the alley next to our house. And then she tries to get to the door before I pull into my parking spot just to greet me with a smile. And I get inside. Oh, by the way, she usually holds the door for me too. And she asks about my day, often gets me a drink if I need one. And to be honest, I take that for granted. I know not everybody does or even can come home to what I have. And man, am I blessed. You know, sometimes I honestly think I take my kids for granted too. Too often we say that our kids take us as parents for granted because of what we provide for them. But how many times are we willing to admit that we take our kids for granted? The times my son will take out the trash without being asked. The times our daughter will reach out from college just to say hi and find out how my day went, even though she isn't asking for anything in return. Some things we just live with day in and day out, And after a while, we assume they'll always be there. And sometimes it becomes routine. (laughs) Trust me. And honestly, we stop seeing the beauty in those things. Or we miss seeing the joy and enjoyment in them. If we have an experience that causes us to lose something and then we get it back, we tend to see that thing in a different light. But even when we go through a difficult time, once that difficulty is gone, We sometimes become complacent and often forget what it was like when we went through that tough experience. At one point in my life, I was dealing with a nagging medical issue. We're talking like 15 years here. It wasn't something major, but it was something that caused me tons of discomfort and uncertainty and even numerous trips to the emergency room. Lots of diet limitations, lots of discomfort that I frankly had trouble controlling and sometimes caused me to even miss events and other activities, including family things. It was a nuisance. And after years of praying about it, searching, and different types of treatments, literally dozens of doctors, we found out it was all linked to my gallbladder. And since having that surgery, all of those things I dealt with before are really not an issue anymore. But boy, did I take for granted so much during that time. I just assumed that, you know, when I was uncomfortable, the proper medical care would be there for me. And I took for granted the outstanding medical facilities and advanced medical care we have here right around the corner. I mean, Pittsburgh has some of the best doctors in America. And that allowed me to be in the hospital literally only hours and recover in literally only days. When we're thankful for what we have been given in life and especially give thanks to God for what he's given us and look back on everything he's done, we can't help but stay focused on his goodness to us and his grace that is afforded to us. Henry Ward Beecher once said, Gratitude is the fairest blossom which springs from the soul. So why don't we express our gratitude more? When we truly think about it, it's super easy to show gratitude and thankfulness to others. You can help someone with an activity or a chore check in with them or listen to somebody, even pay an impromptu visit, or even most simply just say a kind word and tell somebody how grateful you are for them. A phrase I hear used over and over nowadays is pay it forward. Because somebody did or said something nice, you can do the same for others. But remember, you don't always have to wait for others before you can make the first move. So if it's just that easy to show gratitude to others, why is it that we so often neglect to show thanks to our Heavenly Father for what He's given to us. 
Too often, we turn this thankfulness into obligation. You know, we say a prayer before a meal that has literally been the same words for 25 years and check the box. Or we start our day with a short conversation with God because we feel we have to. It's really not a conversation. Sometimes it just turns into a complaint fest or God, I want, I want. And we don't really talk to God We or don't really converse with God. We're more just talking at him. We can show God gratitude through true conversation, not just repeating words we feel we have to say. When we pray to God, we're showing him that we value our intimate relationship with him. It shows that what he has to say to us is important. So how can we show thankfulness to God every day? Sometimes it's not easy because we're going through hard times and being thankful or grateful is the last thing on our minds. But being thankful to God means praising him in the good times as well as the storms. Did you know that when you're singing a worship song, even when you're alone, you're praising God and thanking him through your voice? Did you know that when you're reading your Bible, you're giving him gratitude for his word and really for the sight that he's given you and for the time he has given to you and spent crafting this word? And when you take care of your home, your belongings, your children, you're thanking God for the blessings he has provided to you, both materially and relationally. Most importantly, to build off last week's topic, we can show gratitude to God through our service. This is not only helping others in need when they need others, but also by using our time and our talents to expand the kingdom. 1 Peter 4.10 reminds us of the important act of gratitude. It says this in the Amplified Version. Just as each one of you has received a special gift, a spiritual talent, an ability graciously given by God, employ it in serving one another as is appropriate for good stewards of God's multifaceted grace, faithfully using the diverse, varied gifts and abilities granted to Christians by God's unmerited favor. So I know I said earlier that many of us allow ourselves to fall into a routine of obligation rather than gratitude and service. But sometimes developing a routine will help us be more aware. In the month of November, many people focus on gratitude by doing daily activities, social media posts, or challenges to help keep them honed in on what they have to be thankful for. Christian singer Josh Wilson posts often that one of his daily morning activities is to list three things he's thankful for each day. So what can you do this month, starting today, to express more gratitude? You notice I didn't say to be thankful. Odds are you're thankful for an awful lot. I know I am. But how can you express that in new ways? How can you remind yourself of all that God has given you and done for you? How can you work in your daily life to practice acts of gratitude toward others? So I challenge you this month to put together a plan whether it's a 30-day gratitude challenge that keeps you focused or maybe uh, making a list of people you need to touch base with that you call once per day to catch up. Maybe it's sharing your talents with others in new and unique ways. For this month, I'm going to work some more on music. I'm going to record some things and share a little bit of the musical abilities that I've been given. They come straight from above, and I'm going to show my gratitude to God by using those talents to share with others. Some music will be new, some will be things I've put together before, but I want to let others know how grateful I am for the gifts and abilities I've been given. So back to the title of today's episode. To my kids, if you're listening, thank you for all of the times in my life, which is pretty much every day, that you've gifted me with your presence, your knowledge, your wit. It's more for you, son, 
and for challenging me and stretching me to be a better father. I wouldn't be half the man that I am if it wasn't for you two. To my wife, who I know will be listening at some point, thank you for always being my biggest cheerleader, supporter, confidant, and life mate. Even when you didn't always understand or agree, you encourage me to always follow where God is leading me, even in the times that mean big change and when we don't understand. To my friends and the rest of my family, I'm so grateful for how you have all shared your gifts with me, allowing me to be a part of your life and helping mold me into the person I am today, whether it was providing a listening ear, an encouraging word, or a kick in the pants. And to my Heavenly Father, who has given me the ultimate gift by sending His Son to pay the price for my sins, who gives me unending love, redeeming grace, and blessing beyond measure. Thank you. As we go through this month together, I'd love to hear about some of the ways that you're focusing on being grateful this month, whether it's through a devotional, daily reminders, social media posts. I encourage you to drop me a note through my Instagram page. It's at QonQ, and let me know some of the things that you're doing to be grateful this month, and give us a follow while you're there. And I'm so thankful for all of you. I really do appreciate you taking time to listen again this week for episode 25. And we will see you back here next time when we'll have more for you on cue.